This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Okie dokie. It is now a nice, modest 2.01 a.m. on Monday morning, post-Vegas Dance Explosion, and we are looking at our Sunday schedule. Um, For the first time, you started before me. Really? Yes. I didn't you do introductions before? No, I meant for the day. Oh, yes. Yes, that's true. I woke up bright and early because it was very important to me to uh, meet the folks that I was interviewing uh, early in the day. And let's see. Looking at the schedule here, I caught up with Joanne Brady. Nice. After her class of uh, sinner, uh, I spent the earliest part of the day, I wouldn't say in a panic exactly, but um, I was supposed to meet up with the Mirandas uh, at about 10, right after their line dance praise and worship in the line dance lobby, and I was just like looking around, and um, I caught the end of the class for sinner, um, the demo, and... That was fun. Uh, she asked how I knew it because I just showed up at the end, and, and she like called me out from the stage. Really? Yeah, and I was in the back row, and I said, "The internet." <laughs> that seemed to get a good reaction. Uh, and then we did another demo, and she before everybody left, she just threw in that there were claps and like the step clap, step clap, bap bap bap, mm-hmm. step clap, step clap. Um, I guess it sounded like what she was saying was that she noticed that I was doing the claps, so she just mentioned, yeah, I forgot to mention that the, there are claps. Yeah. And, and then everybody uh, went their separate ways to wherever. And then I stuck around a bit. There was a big group photo. That was fun. I would really, I'm really looking forward to seeing all the photos from this because I have been so disconnected from Facebook and everything. I've like barely been scrolling through and seeing live things and liking them, but not really taking the time to sit down and actually like look at all the everything. Uh, so I will have this whole next week to do that, and that's exciting. Uh, so yeah, I was in a group photo. We went into a side room and did an interview. I thought it went really well. Uh, I learned a lot, and she's been doing this a while. Okay. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to that one going up as the first one from the uh, Sunday. And... Were you up yet by that by around um, 11? 11? Yeah, 11, actually. I had gotten up pretty much roughly right around the time you had left mm. and just kind of took my time with the morning because I knew that I wasn't planning on really doing any classes today mm-hmm. simply because it was the last day. And at this point, I was so sore and tired mm. that I really wanted to just kind of like enjoy the company. Yes. As opposed to really, you know, like, cram my head full of more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had headed directly to the lobby once I got downstairs. And that's when uh, I met up with, for instance, like, Linda and Jeff. And Rick had made his way in there at one point. Um, as did Jono and Emily, which was a little bit on the later side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were back and forth a little bit. Yeah, I um, I crossed through the lobby on my way to where Raymond Sarlemagne was teaching Gangsta Walk. Yeah. Uh, I went from the choreography room, that, uh, which was by the Crystal Ballroom. I guess it's considered the Pavilion Ballroom. And then went through the lobby over to Majestic Ballroom, saw the end of his Gangsta Walk uh, session, and said hi to Jill. And she said that she is... Going to, I think she said she was going to be a Big Bang. And okay. if that's the case, then I might be able to interview her there. Um, and that's Jill Babinek. Uh, then Raymond and I went over to the choreography room again in the pavilion ballroom. And we did an interview from about 12 to 12.50. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I know there was lunch in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to... Speak with Yvonne a little bit. Oh, yeah, from the Netherlands. Um, uh, along with Remco, which was nice. Mm-hmm. We kind of caught up for the morning. Um, I spoke with uh, Lincard. 
Oh, yes. A little bit, and she told me a little bit about what she has in the works. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see what that might contain. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually tried on the boots that I've been looking at all week. Mm -hmm. uh, so fortunately slash unfortunately, they didn't fit the way I wanted them to. Mm. So that saved me money. So yes. that's a good thing. So yes. I just keep looking. Just means that when I find the right pair, it's going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, Joe and Maddie made it out for a little while. Guyton made it out for a little while in the lobby. Oh, yeah. I remember There was a lot of dancing, which was nice. Um, but at 12.50 during lunch, mm -hmm. that was when there was a special teach for Guyton, uh, Roy, and Fiona for uh, one reason, mm -hmm. which is... A very, very pretty dance. I really can't wait to actually learn it. Uh, I had actually chosen to spend the time filming it for Facebook Live so that some of people we care about that couldn't make to the event could be kind of a part of it and share that. Mm -hmm. uh, which was nice because, like, for instance, Elliot chimed in a little bit and commented about... Roy still saying yes every five seconds or mm -hmm. something like that and how much he thought that this guy was an amazing dancer um, or at least an, an amazing person or something to that extent and some of my friends back home were able to watch a little bit so they really you know enjoyed it mm -hmm. uh, that's when you had actually near the end of that lesson that's when you had finished your um, interview Oh, uh, with there was also, a, a, it might have been somewhere in that period of time when I interviewed uh, Jackie Miranda. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Mm -hmm. uh, it'd be, and then we ended up going to back to the lobby. We had some lunch, did some dances, which was nice. We finally were able to do When You Love Someone. Oh, yeah. And it sounded like he was happy. It was a Big Dave from the UK. So since he knows Gary, like it sounded like he was kind of happy about that. Yeah. Maybe I was projecting a little bit. I know, I was happy about it. Yes, I was definitely, uh, I was a little bit nervous about it because although I've worked on it a couple times since L.A., I know how much I struggled with learning it in L.A. Mm -hmm. And this was like the first time I got to do it on a real floor. Mm. Uh, but it ended up turning out pretty good. I was, I was really impressed with it. Mm. I got to talk uh, with Chuck and Teresa a little bit, mm -hmm. which was nice. Um, they're, they're such sweet kindred folks that I'm so glad I was able to talk with them for a little while, kind of catch up with them. It's definitely... The lobby makes a huge difference. It really does. Having that central location where you can meet people, where you can meet up with people, and just kind of like interact and, you know... I had met... Teresa and Chuck simply because we were dancing several of the same dances and at one point you know it just kind of became that oh there they are we go stand next to them kind of thing or they did the same thing with me and then after a while you know they we finally introduced ourselves and talked about like our dancing experience uh, so you know seeing them after lunch or whatever was nice just kind of hung out in the. I pretty much hung out in the lobby most of the day, just kind of catching up with people, knowing that you know people are going to be leaving and going on their way, and other people will still be hanging around for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Was able to uh, say hi to Brenda a little bit, which was nice. And uh, let's see what else was there. I think roughly at that point was when. You had more interviews because I literally just hung out in the lobby trying to make sure I got to say hi and goodbye to everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, after Simon's uh, Turn Me Loose lesson, I found him and interviewed him also in the choreography room. And um, at that point, I must have just gone back out to the lobby. Uh, Marcy from Boots and Buckles was available as of 530. Yeah. And uh, my interview with Simon ended a, a little early, so I had some time in between to just kind of hang out. And, uh, yeah, my interview uh, with Marcy was unique in that she's the president of 
a line dance club. Oh. And uh, it's been going for 33 years. And wow. Yeah, she had, she had some interesting things to say about that, so I'm looking forward to that one going up. And, of course, Simon had you know, great wisdom to impart as well. Very nice. So I think it was roughly following that interview. Do you know, remember how long that was, roughly? Mm, the Simon interview was maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then Marcy's? I think about the same. They, they tended to be about that for uh, a lot of the ones... Uh, in the last couple days. Well, that was when we got a really special treat Hmm. for the day, was after that interview. You had come back out, and we were socializing. Um, I had taken the opportunity at that point to speak with Kat a little further about the choreography that she uh, wanted to get to during her class that she wasn't able to, Hmm. Uh, just kind of interested in seeing what else she wanted to talk about. And that was when Doug decided that he would be so generous. Yes, I remember that. Amazingly generous and offer to take us up to the suite in which he was currently staying, which just so happened to be where Elvis used to live. Mm. I don't know about you, but I was just completely... Completely awestruck Mm -hmm. walking through there and just all the details from the mirrors to the chest to the dressers to every room having its own bathroom and like sauna and jacuzzi tub and um, the view is just amazing I was I was definitely just trying to absorb it all knowing that you know, the chances of me walking through this room were like one in a million, and here I was. So that was definitely, for me at least, a very blessed and uh, unique experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you see the hotel from the outside, and there are the windows going all the way up, and you look out you know, your own window, and you see how many more windows there are above you, when we were looking through those windows, there were no windows above us. <laughs> you just looked across. <laughs> right? Up was the sign. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or if you were standing in the middle of the area, in the outside heated pool area, it was just the sky. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> there's not words I was I was telling Kat how, you know, every night I ask myself, how am I going to top this? Well, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We literally topped the hotel mm-hmm. itself. We were at the top. Exactly. Yep. Uh, at that point, what, we decided to go downstairs and, and get something to eat and then found out you had another interview? Yep. Yeah, I thought that uh, my interview with Yvonne had been pushed back uh, because she was going to be at a dinner. And then, uh, as it turned out, it was not pushed back. She wanted to hold the commitment, which I thought was very honorable of her. Yeah. And I ended up meeting her in the choreography room. And um, I... When did I meet up with you afterwards? I think I met up with you after the interview in the... um, Crystal. Crystal Ballroom, yeah. Yes. Because um, after that interview, you still had all the food. I did have all the food. And I think you did not have your phone because that was, was that in your bag? Which was, yeah. And we just kind of like left everything there. We, yeah, well, we, you know, we had the opportunity to go up to the suite and we all kind of figured we were going to head back down. Right, yeah. And then we didn't. Yeah. So that's where that happened. Yeah. And, yeah, I had just kind of taken a little bit of quiet time in the crystal ballroom with everybody gone like people were out at dinner and and uh i just kind of sat there for a few minutes in the empty room that was uh yeah just a little nice quiet moment um starting to mentally prepare a little bit uh anyhow um yeah then after we left there we waited in line for the show oh the show was yeah the show was pretty cool like we had the Roy Verdunk dancers again, of course. and Which was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. Uh, all the choreographers participated in... Uh, Do Something Crazy. Do Something Crazy, which was part of Guyton's uh, overall farewell 
performance. Performance. Uh, Jono on his skates was definitely a nice treat for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, given all his championship titles that he's won, mm-hmm. being a professional skater, to see him do a tribute to Guyton was definitely... I was glad I was physically present, as opposed to just watching it on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's weird to me. Uh, the whole Guyton tribute thing definitely got me emotional, even though I'd only met him like seven days ago. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's very weird. Just that's how like tight this community is. So mm. that was definitely impressive. The way that man moves is just words can't really describe. Mm. It makes sense why all his dances are as good as they are and as enjoyable as they are. Mm-hmm. So, to see him, you know, kind of do that for us was nice. Um, you had filmed that, right? I did film the whole show in segments. Nice. I paused it in between each each uh, segment. Very nice. Yeah. And then we moved from after the show was over. We moved from the majestic ballroom into the starlight ballroom. I actually forgot. Hmm. During lunch, I had a conversation with Joe. I walked up to her and told her how much I adored her and how much I'd just like love to spend every day with her and just bake cookies and stuff. Then I asked her jokingly if she'd adopt me because I can take care of myself and pay my own bills. And then she told me she would because <laughs> her daughter needed a sister. And so I was very excited about that. Um, and she was so gracious enough to actually even offer for us to come to visit. So that was definitely an amazing treat. I never I never in a million years thought I could have these kind of friendships. And here I am. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a fun treat and unexpected of how much that woman gives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the interviews that uh, that I've had this week, so many people, if not everybody, um when asked like about who inspires them, uh, or you know, who do they model themselves after, um, and sometimes who got them started in all this, <laughs> Joe's name comes up like repeatedly, and all the things that they say about her are true. Like there were some times when I would ask, like, "What are the you know, positive character traits that you um, you would need to have like to be an effective instructor and things like that?" And, again, she, like, exemplifies so much of, you know, what they would say. And they would know. Like, they've been in this for as long as they have. And consistently, you know, they, they say that Joe does all that. Yeah. yeah. So back to um, open dance. Mm-hmm. No longer in the Majestic Ballroom, but the Starlight. Mm-hmm. I know they did that because they wanted to have the uh, chandelier and the dim light atmosphere right. that's what they had said also it, it would bring all of us into the same room except like for the grand ballroom which was more like beginner selections requests mm-hmm. things like that um, it would consolidate all of us so that we weren't just like s- scattered few people on one floor and another scattered few in the other this way it felt like a more normal um, all together floor yeah I did like the chandeliers too oh yeah they were very pretty yeah uh, that's when we got to do a lot of different dances again. Mm-hmm. I got to do another interview. Uh, my last interview of the trip was with John Kinzer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which immediately following following afterwards, uh, he had asked me to go out on the floor and kind of instructed me a little bit for West Coast Swing, which was definitely shocking. And uh, he had kind of given me some pointers on how to follow for West Coast Swing, which is nice, considering I've been a lead for so long for all the dances I know. So to, like, have that information to kind of work off of and really go along in my head while we were dancing was definitely a necessary and beneficial moment for me. Because as we were dancing, he was, okay, we'll try this. Okay, well, I, this is all I want you to do. This is all I want you to do. 
and he was explaining things as we were dancing so that I could not only see it and visualize it, but I could feel it because we were moving. Mm -hmm. Excellent teacher. Excellent teacher. I completely understood all of his metaphors. Now, applying them a little bit tricky, mm -hmm. considering I'm so used to being the lead and to have to switch back to the follow. And it didn't really dawn on me until afterwards that I was actually dancing with John Kinzer. Mm -hmm. So that was a interesting moment. It was nice to have that student teacher as opposed to just regular dancer. And here's a, you know, choreographer who does, you know, and also instructs and makes dances that I like and stuff like that. So. Fun fact also for you, uh, it came up in the interview that he... Over you know over the course of uh, instructing in dance, he has uh, become familiar with twenty seven different styles. So when he was helping really? you, he knows his stuff. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, do th something crazy was very memorable for me tonight. How oh, about yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, had, had a unique twist to it. Um, a bunch of our friends got involved with uh, a joke that he originally had mentioned during the classes, which was one time he had gone out and he didn't have a towel to do the dance and someone had thrown him a bra. And so he had made the joke, he goes, even if you have a bra, you can do this dance. And so a bunch of our friends went out, bought bras and pantyhose from like the thrift store or something like that. And so we all went out. Some of us had bras, some of us had pantyhose. And I know at one point he was really trying to figure out what we had, you know, in our back pockets. Uh, I think because Roy and Fiona were dancing on each side of them, and each one of them had a stocking. And at one point he's like, is that a sock? <laughs> and then he saw the bras, and he starts laughing. And so the first time we were done, we had thrown all of them on him. And then, of course, they played the song again. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely entertaining. I had my towel in my back pocket just in, in case. I had thought about that, but I was like, I can also do the dance without the towel, technically. So it's just better with the towel. Mm -hmm. But let's see what else was there. Oh, I got to dance next to Joe for that one. That was cool. Oh, did you? Yeah. I think yeah. she was using a part of her outfit. I, I, I only caught, like, peripheral uh, glimpses, but it looked like she was using some part of her outfit for, <laughs> like, a scarf or something like that. Yeah. For the towel. Um, you had run upstairs to pack at the point. Right, yeah, there were, like, four dances in a row that I yes. didn't know. Uh, so you had took that opportunity as opposed to just sitting down there and, you know, wasting time to come upstairs and pack... And then they played Gimme Gimme. Hmm. Yeah, how'd that go? Twice. Yeah. That's how that went. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> uh, I was exhausted because, one, that dance is definitely a workout in itself. Very enjoyable, but you're moving a lot. I, I don't know if there's a point in which you're not moving during that dance. There is one hold. Oh, there is a hold? Yes, oh, this is on true. the right leg. Yes, right before the sweep. Yes. <laughs> or right after the sweep or something to that extent. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, because it's so fast, it doesn't feel like a hold. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did that twice, which was nice. Immediately followed by Keep It Groovin', mm -hmm. uh, which, again, is another upbeat, fun dance. So I was definitely feeling it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I was exhausted, but definitely the good kind of exhausted. Very enjoyable knowing that the reason why I'm so sore and I'm so tired is because I couldn't stop dancing. Mm -hmm. So you came back downstairs at that point. We did more dances. Mm -hmm. At some point when I had left a room and come back, maybe it was during X's and O's, I'm not sure, uh, there was some point when I left and caught maybe two-thirds of Skinny Love, so I was very happy I yes, got to do that. Yes, I was coming again. back from X's and O's from the other room. Yeah. Um, and uh, Roy and Fiona did synchronized jumps 
It's so cute watching them do that. Uh, I was really watching Fiona, and she was very, very... I was watching her face, and she was very determined, and I could see her planning it (laughs) and, like, counting it down, essentially, to where it's going to be to then just leap as high as she can to come back down on the right count. When we did Fragile tonight, uh, during the tag, when he was... He, he had told us about how during the tag you can do the like scissor kick, butterfly kicks, or w- whatever they're called that Fred Whitehouse does. Um, I don't know if any. I, I didn't really catch whether anybody else like in the main floor was doing them, but I saw he did them. Jono does, but yeah, Jono yes. does those too. But yes, yeah. I did catch Guyton. And uh, and I did them as well, and I felt like that was one of like. Yesterday when we did Fragile, I was still kind of trying to remember parts of it, but I think mm-hmm. because we did it that recently, tonight went a lot more smoothly because it was still in my like short, relatively short-term memory. Um, and that just felt really good to do, especially tonight with it being you know, his last night. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, we ended up signing one of the white bras mm-hmm. and giving it to him. So he has that memento. What he does with it is beyond me, mm. but um, there's that at least. He had to take off pretty quickly, unfortunately, from uh, when Open Dance started. So that was a little bit emotional. And I was uh, talking to Cat during it, the last song, which I believe was Sound of Silence, right? His last song, yeah. Yeah. His last song was Sound of Silence. And I was sitting next to Kat and talking to her. Uh, and she was just commenting about how amazing of a mentor he's been. And, like, what such good feedback that she's gotten from him specifically. And how much, like, how emotional this was for her. Uh, saying, essentially her goodbyes to him being his current role in the line dance community mm-hmm. I would be shocked if he stopped dancing and choreographing completely mm-hmm. it, I mean once it's in your soul like that it'd be very interesting to see if he does release something you know coming up or anything um was that the first time you had seen his his goodbye performance slash speech where you hear him with the voiceover and everything? Yes. What did you think of the part where he was saying, we're not superstars, we're not heroes, we're just people? That was actually where I started to get a little bit emotional. Mm-hmm. And here I am again. <laughs> Only because... What he was saying was, we're not superstars, we're human too. Which I know as a dancer, we definitely put them up on pedestals as these like celebrity figures that really make a huge difference to millions of people. And so it's nice to know that one... They don't consider themselves above anybody. But the part that got me was where he said that he was really hard on himself. Mm. Because that's obviously relatable to a lot of people. So that was definitely interesting to hear. That someone of his talent could get frustrated with himself. So it was nice to see that human side brought on. One, to a more realistic personality as well as more of a lovable personality. It became more of a, I respect this individual as opposed to I idolize them because they're a celebrity. Mm-hmm. What about you? I had heard... Um he, he uh, had a similar yeah in uh, in Chicago and 
That was interesting for me because, I mean, that was the trip where I was, like, on so much Rachel hype. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it, it is, like, I'm seen from Jeff's perspective kind of reminds me of how Chicago felt because when I went to Vegas last year I didn't know anybody from anybody I was just walking up to people and like oh so people said I should interview you and um, I guess your name is Joe and yeah, <laughs> yeah what did I know right uh, and then you know the whole year happened since then and then going into Chicago I suddenly had like this oh my god that's Fred Whitehouse like you know everywhere you turn there was this this person where I was prepared by like you know all the charts and and Facebook and everything. Um, so now my my own reactions were different, mm-hmm. and they did kind of seem like. I, and I mean, you unfortunately had to deal with me. You know, f- since Roy Hedis Roto's trip here um, from you know March till now, and just hear me rave about him all the time and how like impossibly superhuman his body is and how he can control it like. Oh, he is without a doubt a fantastic dancer yeah yeah so this this trip i feel like the additional time and like the um just because it's a few more days like you really you you break through those first few days of the omg superstarness of it all i think if you're lucky hmm. because although yes I definitely saw them socialize with people and say hello mm-hmm. and, and thank them and, you know, chat with them here and there. I think we were really fortunate and almost spoiled with the amount of time we got to spend with them mm-hmm. individually and at lunch because we've spent a lot of time in that lobby and more often than not, they were around the vicinity in which where we were yeah it's crazy there were like people all over that lobby just like eating in their own groups in the back of the room at their tables and they have all these these amazing other folks their instructors their choreographers and they're not like I mean for us I can see how it'd be very easy to like want to rush over and sit with them but then think oh no we should leave them alone I'm sure they have very important things they need to discuss mm-hmm. but like when they did come and sit around our area it was just yeah, totally natural. Normal people mm-hmm. having conversations. Yeah. And yeah, it did feel like we were kind of spoiled. Like, we got so many of those days. Yeah. And, I mean, I definitely personally tried to remind myself that, you know, this is a situation that just doesn't occur on an everyday basis. So you really just need to be present and enjoy it and really soak it in and listen and learn and you know communicate back and joke and have fun so that it's definitely although I felt spoiled I also felt completely grateful every single time they'd walk up and be like good morning Megan and I'm I was like they know my name. They remember me. It wasn't a fluke. <laughs> you know? So, I felt very fortunate. And, you know, sometimes I had wondered if some of them simply recognized me because I was with you or if it was on my own merits. And there was definitely some of them that it was on my own merits. I completely agree. Um, which was something I took up until today to really like process and accept, because mm. you know it's you know I kind of have that thought of well who am I? You know I'm just a, a regular person, everyday dancer. You know nothing too crazy, special or anything like that. Just you know one of millions here at an event. And yet they chose to spend time with me and, you know, make jokes with me and invite me out to dinner and invite me somewhere. And so that was uh, definitely a treat that wasn't taken for granted. Mm. At the end of the night, um, well, a few things happened at the end of the night. 
first Louis played tonight again. I think he announced that it was the last dance, and it seemed early. I thought that was you know, kind of an early time to, to end the night. But then after that, he played uh, Cowboy. What was it Cowboy Rhythm? Was I it? think that was. I the think name. that was one of Joe's. Yes. It sounded like it was one of Joe's. And then uh, Dance Ranch Rob, which is still done at the grad to yeah. a different song. And she was having so oh much my fun. Gosh. All of them were. I mean, it, was, it was Chris Watson, um, Madison Glover, uh, Joe herself. I think JP, JP got out was there out with there. Uh, Rick and Jono. Yeah. I remember turning to you and having that moment of pride for my friends, saying, like, look at how natural it is for them to be out there dancing with these people. And it felt good to be like, yeah, they're my friends. Mm. I know them. Um, afterwards, I had spoken with Jono as we were beginning our goodbyes. I, well, I spoke with Rick first and said my goodbyes with Rick. Um, and then I said I was talking with Jono, and he gave me a huge hug. It was like, I'm so glad you were here. You don't even know. like Being able to play with you has been such a treat. And all these different dances, because I guess apparently he had just started playing himself. Oh, well. So to have someone that's willing to play back and mm-hmm. actually, you know, do things like he was talking to me about how he's stealing my knee press hold during Shake That, mm. as opposed to at the point that it's, you know, written as. Mm. Um, he's like, that felt so good when I saw you do that. I was like, why can't I do that? Mm. And then I tried it, and it felt awesome, so I'm stealing it. I was like, do it. <laughs> you know, it's, I, if, you know, I do things because that's what feels good for my body, and that's, if I do a press there, it stops me mm. for the hold, <laughs> as opposed to a point, I want to just go straight into the next move. Mm. Um, so it's almost more like a cheat for me. Hmm. Even with its styling effect, uh, there was several times during that dance on several different nights, but tonight specifically, where we were playing really, really hard, doing turns the wrong way and skips and hops and like shifting around each other really quickly and just cracking up. Uh, and it was definitely an experience. I know. Probably my favorite moment because I pretty much broke Jono. And right before that, Joe had complimented in a way, um, in the yeah, get it girl kind of way uh, during Sugar Honey IT. Mm. Uh, we had, were facing the three o'clock wall, and I don't remember at what point it was during the dance or whatever, but it was. I had done, I normally do the hair flip after the restart. Mm. So I did that, and that's when she did, she had called out the, yeah, get it girl. And then, like, the second time we had faced that wall, at one point, I essentially, like, jumped on Jono's back. And, um, yeah, he was cracking up pretty hard because, like, I jumped on his back and then jumped right back off to, like, land on the, the count. Mm. And so he wasn't expecting that. Um, I remember during Shake That, he is he was like, hey, 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 on the next Shake That, go get Chris. And I was like, okay, so like both of us run over to you. And um, yeah, we're messing with you at one point. And I know you had laughed a little bit, but kept going. Mm. So I was glad that I didn't like throw you off too bad. Oh, I, I think I kind of remember it. I don't <laughs> know if, if I was recording at the time. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll have to double check on that. But, um, yeah, I, I seem to remember him coming over in my direction. And, again, my Jono sense was tingling. <laughs> so uh, whatever it was that I did, I think he, he seemed to enjoy it. Cause yeah, I you just kind of went with it. See, yeah, which exactly. Was nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know at one point, like, we were cracking up during that dance, and Madison's like, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait for you to upload those videos so we can, like, tag people in some of these. Yeah. So they can all enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, there's a lot that we still haven't seen. Mm. So I'm excited to see how some of those looked on video because, you know, in the moment you're goofing off having fun and it feels good. So hopefully it doesn't look too bizarre. Mm. 
Yeah, I recorded um, I recorded both Cowboy Rhythm and Dance Ranch Romp while oh, they were dang. putting variations on everything. And Dance Ranch Romp was, was especially interesting uh, because Joe was doing you know interactive yes. interactive variations. Uh, she was mirroring at one point Chris Watson yes. and like you know giving high like, fives. Yeah. And, yeah, and then uh, later on for another wall, I think just two walls later, she was doing the same thing to Madison. And she was messing with um, Lil Craig too. Hmm. So I don't know if I saw that part. Um, then they did the uh, like usually in uh, like a musical performance toward the end of uh, the set, they'll have all the different instrumentalists take a solo. Like you'll have the guitar solo and then yeah. the, and then the bass solo and then the drum solo. And there was a really long instrumental break uh, in the song, so Joe kind of broke off of the normal, normal line dance and just started like doing a dance solo of some kind. And then she like, turned pretty it much over. all of them stopped and started just like clapping at mm. that point in like a half circle. And she turned it over to Madison, and Madison did one as well. And then, and then uh, Chris ended the instrumental break with a couple um, rips of the Worm, yes. which. Uh, was a bit of a throwback to earlier in the week when yes. he was teaching folks how to do the worm. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was really cool to see on our last night. Uh, and then, yeah, then they continued with the rest of the dance. And just seeing... It was almost like a classic dance... Well, I guess the Beast is a classic, isn't it? But uh, it, was, it was like a more party version of seeing people do the Beast. Mm-hmm. Because the Beast has been around long enough that people can do all kinds of you know, things with it. And everybody seemed like, especially in that front row, they all had different takes on mm-hmm. Dance Ranch Romp because it's been around long enough that they can play with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then that was kind of the official, oh, well, the official dance ending. Mm. Uh, we got a special treat with uh, Madison and Will Craig karaoke. Yes. Oh, this was after Jono attempted uh, again to have me do uh, Mama's Broken Heart, which he tried in Windy City and um, it ended up not happening. Uh, and I could kind of hear what was going on, too, because, like, Louise mic was on, and I heard them little whispering, whispering. And, uh, yeah, it sounded like he was looking for uh, like Miranda Lambert, Mama's Broken Heart. And the version of the song that uh, that was on the computer was, like, a slower beats per minute version and um, and I went out on the floor when I started playing just because I heard the but uh, since it wasn't the version I was yeah exactly and I was okay with that because like I've I think we even said earlier in the week um, you know being the only person out there I feel I would feel like everyone else just standing around tapping their toe wanting to dance so maybe next time Jono Hmm. And maybe somebody else will be dancing with me for it. That would be fine. Well, hopefully. Yeah. My intention is to eventually learn that one. Yeah. And then after that, um, after they, they weren't able to get the other version of the, the song That's going, when they, did they the put karaoke. it on. Yes. Uh, what song was that that they were singing? Um, uh, it was a cha-cha rhythm. Neon Moon? It was, yeah, Neon Moon, yeah. Yeah, because I, I saw, who was it? Chris Watson dancing with... Joe? Yes, Joe and yeah. Chris were out there dancing. And then was it Rick and Presley doing, it looked like maybe Cowboy oh, Cha Cha or something? I have no idea, actually. Uh, they were out there. I recorded it all. They were, it was briefly because when I looked up again, it was just Joe yeah, and Chris. Yeah. Um, but uh, Maddie has a very interesting interpretation of that song. Yeah. <laughs> Urban. <laughs> she was very adorable. Yeah. Um, and then obviously. Will Craig was singing as well mm-hmm. and having fun with it. Yep. So that was a nice treat. Mm-hmm. And then came all the goodbyes, yeah. which very sad. I don't like goodbyes. I'm not a fan of them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so we said goodbye to everybody who was in the ballroom at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of funny because, uh, just like at Stoney's, at the end of the night, the DJs have to clear the room, and they say, "All right, everybody, uh, take it over toward the doors." Even here at a huge event like this, that, that it's still one of their responsibilities. Yeah, um, I know that I was able to say goodbye to just about everybody except for Madison and Joe, uh, and 
so I was hoping to catch up with them, which fortunately, uh, as fate may have it, they were still in the lobby of the casino for the hotel. Uh, and so I was able to stop and say goodbye. Um, got to talk to Madison a little bit, found out because she, I was telling them as, as I was hugging Joe uh, that I don't like goodbyes. And Madison, well, don't worry about it. You're adopted now. And so I was like, yes, that's right. I finally have a sister in, like, the adopted sense. And and Madison made a joke. She goes, you're lucky. I have I have uh, brothers. And I was like, well, I have, I have two younger brothers. And she goes, well, I have three older brothers. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm the oldest. So uh, that was when Joe had reiterated, bless her heart, that she wanted me to come visit her, mm. which... It's just totally surreal for me at this moment in time. It's going to take a while for me to really genuinely process that that is a thing. Um, that people don't just offer that kind of thing to just anybody. Mm. So, um, I know there was a couple times throughout the week and tonight too that like I'd get on the floor and she'd like stand near me and be like, all right, girl, let's get this. And so it was just like, oh my God, I love you so much. You don't even know, just just take me home with you. Just just, just keep me forever. So uh, that was definitely uh, an amazing way to close out this event. Mm-hmm. I think we did pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we even got up to the room early enough for possibly a short nap. Yes. before the shuttle arrives at uh, 4.30 yeah. to take us to the airport for our very early flights. Yes, back, unfortunately. Back to California. The good news is that early, fingers crossed, theoretically, they should be on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> theoretically. Yeah, not a lot of traffic to compete with. Yeah. And the time is 2.48, so that's like a, a significant amount of time that we'll have just to get ready for... Whatever it is, whatever you know, responsibilities and mm. things we have on. I just want to call in Monday sick morning. for the next week and just sleep <laughs> <laughs> so badly. Yeah. I just want to sleep. Yeah. I have like these vague memories of like eight hours and sleeping in and trying to remember what that was like. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> it's been at least a week. Yeah, I got a whole lot of nothing on that one. Yeah. So much responsibility is... Uh, Waiting for us at home. It was nice to. Uh, it's, it's so weird to think that this is our life. We were living such a rare experience for this last week that even these recaps, words just don't do it justice. Mm-hmm. And like the friendships we've made with. Uh, for instance, obviously, you know, the choreographers, but even just, um, like, you know, getting to know Emily better and getting to meet Presley and even, you know, so much as to know that Kat's willing to, like, share all of her knowledge that she has. You know, it's, it's just so... interesting to think that potentially I could have missed out on this opportunity had I been too scared to take it. Mm. So I'm really grateful that one, you kept asking me, are you sure you can't go? You sure you can't go? And finally I started, I was like, well, maybe I really should go. Maybe I really should look into this. So I started looking and I, again, don't know how I'm going to top this. Mm. Well, we, as many have told us, uh, we are young yet. (laughs) And we have hopefully many more events um, in our future. Yeah. One thing that came to mind for me is that I'm I'm glad you got to see Brenda with more of her people. Like, she is definitely our people. Like, we think of her as, like, our our at-home Brenda. Like, that's just somebody we go to socials with and whatnot. Yes. And then she gets to come here for more folks like her. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, 
get to spend time with people like Rebecca, who's young, and Joe, and Guyton, and Simon, and you know, like all these people is like, wow, I know her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's my Brenda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I felt when <laughs> <It's> uh, my Brenda <laughs> when she was out there uh, doing demos. Uh, the right. first night, and like amidst all those other people who were going up in front of you know bleachers full of of these dancers, like that's our Brenda up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like Cat too. Mm-hmm. Like Brenda and Cat is like, oh yeah, that's my cat. That's mm-hmm. my Brenda. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like I really have ownership of them. But yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that. Uh, so happy that things are happening for people I know and care about. Mm-hmm. So, and it was really nice to see Brenda so far has just been her. Like, I haven't seen any other side. Like, you know, sometimes you wonder if the person, once they get around somebody else, is gonna act differently or anything like that and she's so consistent on how she treats everybody and it's such a delight to see and completely someone that I respect highly um and it's kind of the same thing with Kat too it was kind of like you know I, I don't know either one of them very well in the sense like I don't know what goes on in their daily life I don't know you know, other than getting on that dance floor and being able to relate to them that way, you know, wh- where do I really, you know, what do I know? And to be able to not only see Brenda act exactly the same as she does around all of these other people as she does us, that was reassuring. But then to find out more personally about Kat, we've had a couple conversations and it was interesting to find out that she's kind of certain things outside of dance been through some similar stuff as me so it was very interesting to be able to relate to her that way and you know it was nice to be able to kind of bond with her in the sense of I have a better understanding of who she is and how she says things and how to interpret that. Um, I know I'd mentioned earlier to you about like questioning sometimes people how they say something and like giving them the benefit of the doubt that they meant the good thing and not this negative side to it. Not knowing someone, you know, you really have to question it a lot of times. Well, do they really mean that as a compliment or? Are they insulting me somehow? And to be able to break past that unknown with Kat was nice. So now it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I really enjoy her dances. I really enjoy the knowledge of technique that she has. And I want to learn more that, you know, having that opportunity that she is willing to teach me is definitely something I'm personally grateful for that she'd be willing to take the time out to explain things to me. So it was uh, a lot of good friendships were made. Four things that came to mind for me, like just in the last minute or two. Am I rambling? <laughs> <laughs> um, one, I'm very grateful to everybody who agreed to an interview yes. <laughs> for Lane Dance Podcast. Um, People who I had never met before, like, you'd think, like, it would be, you know, maybe easier with, with people you already knew, and you just, you know, we're planning to get around to it eventually, um, but, like, maybe last year, you know, the time didn't happen, but, like, this year it was going to happen. But there were people who didn't know me from anybody. Like, this is the first time they had seen me, and they were still willing to sit down with this stranger for... You know, maybe half an hour, maybe longer, and Answer take time questions. out of their event when they could be out at dinner or you know doing open dancing or taking some class from uh, you know an instructor that they probably won't see for another year. They 
they chose to spend that time chatting with me instead. I'm, I'm really grateful to everybody um, who did that. I'm also very grateful to the DJs who <laughs> were able to get through so many of those dances that we've been cramming on um, yes, for, for the past several weeks. So it didn't feel like any of our time was wasted or anything. Like If there were dances that we didn't do, it's probably because we didn't actually learn them or request them. Like, you know, blurred lines just never never came together and never happened. Yeah. Um, but some of these that, even if it was only once, like, we got to do New Flow. I think even a couple times. New Flow, it seems so long ago now, but we got to do that twice. And did we? I think so. I, I in, feel in, like we did. In the lobby and also on the main floor. Okay. We got to do all those dances with Roy and Fiona. Yes. Uh, we got to do, even though we only had kind of like a rudimentary understanding of it, Fragile with yes. Guyton. Um, like, oh, and even even the ones like barely getting to them, but like um, Boys Like You and, and Get It On. And we put a lot of time and reps into figuring those out. And um, Boys Like You we did once, but it felt so good. Mm-hmm. to finally get to do it here when that's what we'd been yeah. prepping for for all these dozens and dozens of dances. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that just having, having that experience to do it even the one time, it felt like it was all worth it. Yeah. And then my shoes. I'm glad that I got to use my dance shoes after having um, gotten them in Chicago and really avoided using them until now just to keep them fresh. I feel like I may have almost worn them out. They're so polished on the bottom, they have like so little traction left, and I think that's a good sign. <laughs> like I, maybe I'll need to get them resold, but like for good reasons. Yeah. Yeah, and this is even um not going out on concrete in them. This is just in the hotel having not left the hotel since we arrived. Yep. and not used my shoes that weren't my dance shoes at all. Um, I'm glad that uh, they they were well-worn. Um, and also, I feel good, surprisingly good, about having not sat down and written every dance that came up, as I am accustomed to doing up until this point, this, this yeah. trip. I feel like that's... Um, I did that the first day with the line dance lobby, but I think one of the big reasons I did that, and one of the reasons I tell people when they ask me, what are you doing? Um, one of the reasons I would do that is say uh, that I'm learning, I'm trying to find out which dances I don't know so that I can go home and learn them. Mm-hmm. And last year, that was a huge thing for me. I knew almost none of these dances, so I knew that there were gonna be a lot of cracks to fill in. And this year, I feel like It was almost like a night at Stoney's where you know a, such a, uh, a large number, you can choose which ones you do and don't do. And that felt good to know that I didn't have to write all these down um, so that I, I could, you know, go home and, and try to learn all of them. Like, that's what we were already doing. Yeah, exactly. And it helped me stay present also. Like, I didn't uh, detach myself from the experience with, like, an eye to the future or anything. I could just be there with the playlist and take it as it came. And maybe later, you know, if I look back on it, maybe I'll regret not having the lists, but I mean, that's for me to figure out later. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just be happy that I had the trip that I did. Yeah, it's definitely a cherished blessing of mine Hmm. and something that I will not soon forget all the different and amazing people and moments I've had over the last several days that goodbyes just suck. And I was actually talking to um, uh, Joe Kinzer mm-hmm. about how I hate goodbyes. She asked me, she gave me a hug, and uh, she says, hello, darling, how are you, basically? And I told her, she was like, are you good? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. And she goes, why not? And I was like, it's too short. <laughs> it's too short. It's almost over. 
and she was talking, she was, she's like, I know, I understand completely. She goes, that's why I think we need to just own an island <laughs> where just blind dancers come and live and spend every day, all day together. And I was like, let's do it. I was like, I'm, I'm sure each one of us would pitch in just a little bit. We could probably afford an island. So maybe that's in the works. <laughs> yeah. And for all the folks who have, like, families back home, they can, have, they can get new families. <laughs> Man, it is a family. Exactly, yeah. See, Joe adopted me. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to pass the schedule over to you. You can take a look at each of the days and if there's anything that occurs to you. Honestly, I think, I think we're pretty much good. I think so too. I think it was completely successful. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of surprised at how few lessons I really did take. Yeah, it happens. But at the same time, I did kind of cram mm. for about a month. Mm. So a lot of it was just being able to just enjoy company. Mm -hmm. um, I did take a couple different classes by different people to kind of get a feel for their style. Mm -hmm. Oh, pardon me. Um, oh, it's only 3, oh, 3 a.m. I know, how horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> um, I totally lost my... You took classes from different people oh, to see their style. Yeah, to see their teaching and style. Mm -hmm. um, and I got some interesting tricks that if and when I start to instruct on a more regular basis, I might steal. Mm -hmm. Just because it seemed to really help the audience and engage them, mm -hmm. which I respect and enjoyed myself. So that's one of the reasons why I took the different classes. The other is obviously to learn some of the dances. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the great things about being in the position that we're in um, right now, with life before us as so open to possibility, is if you you say if uh, if and when you, know, you instruct more regularly, and it's uh, it's almost like a resp our responsibility to add to the scene and make it strong and mm -hmm. bring in more people because the more and this I guess goes for anybody listening as well uh, the more that line dance gets out there and the more people get involved in it the greater percentage of those will start asking their friends about the circuit and the more of those will discover events like Vegas mm -hmm. more of those will buy tickets and if people are still buying tickets, we get to go to these events every year. And that's how that's how the show keeps running. You know? yeah. And um, while it would be nice for us just to you know, take for granted that this will always be here, um, it's one of those things that you take home with you. Like, what can we... And it's one of the questions I've asked in the interviews as well. Like, what can we do um, to help build and, and keep the scene healthy and strong? And that is one of the things that we can do is um, go back to our community centers and our you know, country bars or local bars or you know, try to make events and um, programs happen. Mm -hmm. And little by little, if we're all doing it, then there will always be new people to, uh, to fill the line dance lobby. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's like I was, I guess this in one of our other recaps, I was talking to a, fr a friend and told her, like, words just can't even begin to describe what actually goes on here. It's, there's, it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. It's, yeah. If nothing else, that is something that no one can take away from me because those are my memories. Those are my friendships, those are my interactions with individuals. So. Mm. 
I'm really tired at this point. Yeah. And it's funny, I was I mean, seeing you sleepy, I was thinking when we go to sleep you know, and, and we wake up, this won't all have been a dream, like this really happened. Yeah, for maybe hour nap. Yep. Yep, well, I'm done with that. All right. In review, go to Vegas Dance Explosion. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Learn to line dance. Learn if you already know dance. how to line dance. Um, Again, Jackie line dance put on more. an amazing event. Yep. So um, I made sure to thank them for that. It was an absolute pleasure. Mm-hmm. Simon was shocked when I told him this was my first event. <laughs> so, And then we said we'd see each other in Oregon. So yes. there's that. At least I know that that's coming up. Yeah. I think I might get him some um, carrots. Mm. Yep. And then uh, hopefully we'll be able to share the Kool-Aid with a few more people and bring them next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right, well, we'll see you all out there. All right.